true life and music history. The Ants Human Stars podcast with your hosts, Caleb and Digo. Are you ready? Steady. Go. I feel like, you know, like 90% of the like straight men's problems with women. I'm like, if only you were gay. Right. Well, see, I, that's and that's so that, that, that's a whole nother thing we have to talk about. I have a issue with this idea. I'm going to make this fast. I have this I- issue with this idea of like that women are so much different than men and men are so much different than than women. I think the like men are just as emotional as women. Some women mm-hmm. aren't emotional the, the way men are. Like, we're actually not that different. This this idea of like, oh, well, men do this and women mm-hmm. think like this. And I'm like, no, exactly. you're perpetuating this mindset because those that are, unfortunately, straight <laughs> are mm-hmm. caught up in that world yeah, and they, yeah, it's yeah. hard to step out of it yeah. because everything, like you said, everything is so boxed in like, oh, we're different you and you're this and you're and yeah, and I'm that. Right. Yeah. Um, Exactly. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, you know, when you're liking the same sex, you're able to see that. Yeah, it's like, oh, these traits aren't men, male traits or female traits. It's just we're we're human. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We all want to be loved. We want to eat good food. We want to get some sleep. Mm -hmm. Good sex. Good sex. We all want that. There's no (laughs) such thing as like, oh, men are the only one who wants sex. Like, (laughs) no, we all want it. Good sex. Anyway, um, Mm -hmm. I'm hot now. I'm hot too. (laughs) (laughs) I had to open up my window. I'm hot too. (laughs) I'm burning. I mean, Uh, I am drinking uh, Rioja from Spain, but it's Got it here in Costa Rica. It is a bottle that I usually get in Spain, actually. Mm. Um, is it a red or white? It is a red. Mm. And um, I feel a little feel a little hot, but I'm not drinking too much. It is only three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Um, I'm going to be highlighting a young woman um, who did some very impressive things in a very short lifetime. So, you ready? Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amelia Earhart. And, no. <laughs> Y'all didn't know she wasn't just flying planes. She was singing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, no. It's what took her. It's what took her plane down. Exactly. <laughs> she wasn't. The plane was she like, wasn't, no. She wasn't paying attention. <laughs> exactly she wasn't paying attention she was trying to hit that note and it was like no okay let me not that's not funny (laughs) okay let me stop um so in 1999 Aaliyah landed her first movie role for the film Romeo Must Die by that year and at only the age of 20 Aaliyah had already solidified herself as a star on the rise and one to watch she had released two multi-platinum albums along with multiple hit singles, including Back and Forth, One in a Million, and Are You That Somebody? Um, and the previous year, her song Journey to the Past, as she recorded for her movie, Anastasia, well, not her movie, but for the movie, Anastasia, um, it had been nominated for an Oscar. And though the song lost to Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On because the Titanic won everything that year, <laughs> um, Aaliyah made history at the time by becoming the 
uh, youngest person ever to perform at the Oscars award show. Um, so not only was she ending the decade and the close of a century with plenty of star power behind her, Aaliyah was gearing up to kick off the new millennium with a bang. So on February 22nd, 2000, the song Try Again was released as the lead single from the soundtrack to the movie Romeo Must Die. The song debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart on the week of March 18th um, at number 58. And the movie itself was released on the 22nd of that same month. Aaliyah recorded the song at Sound on Sound Studios in New York City. It was written by Static Major and Timberland, both of whom had worked with Aaliyah in the past. Um, the engineer, Jimmy Douglas, um, who engineered that session for the song Try Again, is quoted as saying, Try Again was originally written to inspire young people. Barry Hankerson, who was he was a president of Blackground Records, that's uh, the record company Aaliyah was under, um, he heard it and told them it's got to be about love. He goes on to say the melody and the hook were the same. So Static changed the lyrics and it became um, a love song. And so he changed the lyrics of the verses. He kept the, the chorus, which was still this uplifting anthem of Try Again. So during the week of June 17, 2000, Try Again reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And it made history in the process by becoming the first song to reach the top spot based solely on radio airplay. So that song was being played so much that all the other singles at the time were being bought and stuff. But it was like radio. The song was dominating radio that it it, it made its way to number one. And it's just that's huge. Now, as you probably already guessed. I can't listen. I can't. I was gonna say I can't picture the song, but you know I can't like picture it in my head. Uh-huh. And so you gotta listen to it real quick. With that dope beat, step two. So that's why I made that joke. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. <gasps> oh, this song was about that. Romeo must die. Yeah, it was. I had yeah, no idea you that this song was in the Romeo Must Die. Yeah, that was like the lead single. Yeah, of the movie. I don't know if I saw that movie. Oh. It was like Jet, not Jet, Jet Li. It was Jet Li. Oh, Jet Li. Okay, yeah. okay. It was cool. I mean, it's like it was cool. Um, it was better than to do with the Romeo dam. and Juliet. <laughs> so yes, oh, the I'm movie. Sure. Yeah, the movie was like a play off of Romeo and Juliet. Aaliyah and Jet Li are from like warring families, mm. like. I don't know what they were dealing. I don't, I don't know what it was, but from like warring families, and then they, you know, kind of have a little love story. They they kind of mm-hmm. fall for each other, but their families are like clashing. So it's like stop hanging out with him, stop hanging out with her. But it's like we love each other. That's an interracial love. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, <laughs> but see, the um, love in versus Virginia wasn't in place yet. Exactly. Back, like it whenever this. <laughs> no, I mean like, but I, I assume this also. Oh, is this not like a time? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not a time. It's like a modern. This is, yeah, this is the movie was oh, made. Okay. It came out in two thousand. Like it was two thousand when in the okay, movie. Okay, I get you. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the video for the song um was just as iconic as the song itself. Aaliyah danced effortlessly across slightly raised platforms in a dimlit room of shallow water and a small circle of light in the center. Um, anybody who's seen the video, like, yeah, the video was like. I love it. Um, the video won her two Moon Men trophies at the MTV Music Video Music Awards that year. One for Best Female Video and the other for Best Video from a Film. 
And you can totally go see that on YouTube and watch Ricky Martin butcher her name. Um, he called her Aliyah. <laughs> is that a Aaliyah? <laughs> it's okay. Aliyah. He was like, and the winner is Aliyah. Aliyah. Try again. <laughs> um, but it's okay. It's okay. We, we it's better than what love face. Ricky. Who? Um, oh, yeah. The guy who butchered... Um, John Travolta? What are you talking about? That's what you're talking about when he butchered... No, 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 no. I'm talking about... Um, he's he's a king's of comedy. He's got a show like... Oh, like Steve that. Harvey? Steve Harvey he, and the and the, the American... The Miss America thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss America thing? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he butcher the name or did he call the wrong name? He I called can't... the wrong name. Oh. He was like... Oh, oh. But I think, like, to his defense, I think it was, like, confusing on the cards or something. It, like, to me... The fact that he was able to call out a different name means something went wrong with the cards. Like mm. it should just be like, open the card. There's a name, no confusion. Yeah, exactly. right. No, no, no confusion. It's like the Oscars possible. that year. You just open it and say a name. <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, so the song was also nominated for a Grammy the following year for best female R&B vocal performance, um, and. Yeah, it was Aaliyah's first and only number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. So she tragically died in a plane crash. This this dimension. What? In a separate dimension where Aaliyah didn't die. Oh, yes. She had multiple. Yes, yes. She had multiple number one. like crazy she's right killing now. it. Exactly. <laughs> she would have been in the Matrix. She was supposed to be in the Matrix. So, yeah, she, uh, she would have. Instead of What's-Her-Face? No, not it. She, she played... Um, I don't know what the girl's name is, but like at the end of like the third movie, there's like the black girl who like runs up and she shoots some bomb off. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, not I don't Jada's. mean like the first. Not oh, that's what I meant. I meant not Jada. Jada. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Jada. Oh, okay. Not Jada's. Bro, was a different girl. But it was, it was significant. Um, but yeah. So she passed away in a plane crash August 25th, 2001. She was only 22. Where? In the Bahamas. Um, and yeah, cutting short a meteoric rise that was well on its way. But her accomplishments in that short time are what some could only dream of. Um, so to many, Try Again is Aaliyah's best song. Um, Amy McElden, an editor at Harper's Bazaar, is quoted as saying, Lyrically, the song is an anthem about never giving up, whether it be in a relationship or life. The main message of the chorus is totally inspirational, with Aaliyah singing, If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. It's a perfect song to listen to when you feel like there's no hope left or you're not quite sure what to do next. Without being pushy, Try Again is a reminder that however many times you get knocked down, it's time to get back up again. She goes on to say, um, the verses in Try Again focus on a relationship and are all about how to approach something new and unexpected. Aaliyah sings, you know our chemistry is off the chain, it's perfect now, but will it change? Instead of a typical pop song, expecting a relationship to be the perfect love story, Aaliyah interrogates those initial romantic feelings you get in a relationship and is realistic about them. She makes the song so empowering and a total feminist anthem. Aaliyah refuses to give any guarantees or play an expected romantic role. When she sings, this ain't a yes, this ain't a no, just do your thing and we'll see how it goes. It perfectly sums up the way a strong woman can approach a relationship by not getting carried away as fairy tale narratives or stereotypical pop songs might suggest. Mm. So I thought that was a really nice breakdown of that song. I never heard it that I, I never thought of it that way. Like I always thought of the inspirational side, but yeah, the fact that she's like basically saying like, I'm not just going to give everything to you right away. Like you might have to work for this. Um, 
gotta work for this Aaliyah. And not only and not only work for it, but just like Aaliyah. don't give up. <laughs> exactly, Aaliyah. <laughs> um so Aaliyah's legacy in the song itself lives on in the hearts and speakers of fans all over the world and will forever be an a- anthem of perseverance. And so one thing, I remember when this song came out and being like 10 years old and hearing it. I remember watching the movie at my cousin's house. It was like me, my sister, and my cousin who's like two years older than me. It was just like us at her house. And she, um, I I was just hungry for... I was a kid and I was hungry for just music and artists and just all of that. So she was like, oh, yeah, my dad bought the Romeo and that movie. Like, you want to watch it? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like sitting in the living room by myself watching it because my sister didn't care. And she didn't. My older cousin, she didn't care. Um, so I watched the movie and, and I heard the song. And it was interesting when I heard that because um, I found out several years ago how this song was originally meant to be like an inspirational, uplifting song but then uh, Barry Hankerson was like, no, it needs to be a love song, it needs to be a relationship song because as a kid, that's what I took it as. As a, my 10-year-old, 11-year-old self, it was like, that was my anthem of like, okay, we suck today at school but we're gonna get better tomorrow like, try again, try again, try again. I remember telling a teacher, it was like some question about like, what is um uh, I don't know, something that keeps you going or something. And I said this song. I was like, this song by Aaliyah is really like, it helps me keep going, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I wish I could tell her or Static, because Static, the guy who wrote the song, he also passed away several years ago. Um, and it's like, I'd, I'd love to be able to tell them that like, your intention of the song was, it was received. Even though, Oh, you mean Aaliyah? I thought you were telling, like, I wish I could tell my teacher oh. off that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm saying I wish I could tell Aaliyah and the guy, Static Major, who wrote the song, um, because it was his idea that he wanted it, yeah, to be like an uplifting, like, um, encouraging anthem for young people. And yeah, I'd love to be able to just tell them that, like, e- even though the verses were changed, so it sounds more, so it's folk, it's, it's seen more as a relationship song. Um, to my 10, 11-year-old self, the message was still received of, like, this uplifting. This is my, like, my push-through song of Try Again. Um, and so... But I also think that um, goes to show that... How do you say it? Like, intent still gets through. Like, if like his intent was to be helpful and encouraging. And me, as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old not thinking deep about anything at all i mean honestly i I got it um i'm i'm in the camp that um lyrics for me personally lyrics are the most meaning meaningless parts Mm -hmm. of the song personally what they mean it's how they're sung Mm -hmm. it's the instruments it's the melody everything that's what makes a song for me and the actual context the actual what is being said in those words. Sometimes I don't even know what's being said. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this song is saying this, and I have no idea what the lyrics are. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. And I do agree that the music has to match. You can't just have great. You can have great lyrics, but if you just put them to some whack little melody, it's they're never gonna. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna be felt the way it was intended. So I do. Yeah, it has to have the music has to be lined up with the lyrics, um, but. Uh, I just, yeah, the thing is, it, when I when I found that out, like I said, several years ago, it was like, a, well, that's cool because I I still got 
the original intent. Mm-hmm. It was encouraging for me, even though you had, they had to change the song because they thought it wouldn't be a big hit. Which is silly, man. It's silly. Whenever it, it's just silly. But um, marketing people, yeah, marketing yeah, people, yeah, get wrapped up exactly in their world. Yeah, They're like if we don't put in this comma, exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. But I, I, I thought it was cool, and yeah, I wanted to highlight her one because this year marks the 20th anniversary of that song. Because that's crazy. It's 2020. 2000 was 20 years ago. That's scary. I know. Um, and uh, and then yeah, just as a a a woman, a black woman, a young black woman, she accomplished a lot in only twenty two two years, and did some making history along the way with you know with the Oscars and um and then yeah, even with you know her hits and stuff. And so I, I thought uh it'd be cool. I have that record on my wall right there. Oh, oh, so. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that is a little of the history, well, really all the history. I admit it wasn't that much, but <laughs> that's the history <laughs> behind "Try Again" the by Aaliyah. Exactly. History. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Giving you everything. Uh, where's Aaliyah from? She is from Detroit. Yeah, hmm. she is from Detroit. Um, yeah, I was a big Aaliyah fan. My 10-year-old, 11-year-old self was crushed. Walmart used to have this poster of her, like, after she died. Like, because Walmart, even, they still sell posters. But I would always go over to the little poster section. And I would just stare at it and be like, oh, I want this so bad. But I have no money. And my mom was not about to let me get, basically, like, it wasn't, she was was fully clothed. But she, like, regrets that. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted the women. He wanted women. Then I was like, you know what? Fine. You can't have Aaliyah put up all these Allen Iverson posters. Men! <laughs> no, no, no. But, I, but no, I, uh, I, she was just like beautiful in the picture. I, I wanted the poster. But um, yeah, I've always thought she was like super cool. And then it's, it's always interesting to me. And my sister kind of makes fun of me. But we always talk about it how the older I get, the more I realize like she was so young. At the time, I'm 11 years old. And so I... Anybody older than me, I'm like, oh, you're 30, 40. Oh, yeah. You're, you, it's like, oh, you're, you've lived. You're dust. <laughs> well, not, well, not so much that, but just like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, you've lived life. Like, you're fine. You're whatever. And then, yeah. and now, yeah, I'm almost 30. And it's just like, damn, like, you're 22? Flying I, around. I hadn't even. Ward shows. Yeah. So, well, that, well, that's the thing. On one hand, it's like, wow, you did so much at 22. But then I think of my own life and I'm like, I had done nothing. Like, I was just getting started at 22 um and didn't know anything was still naive like figuring out life and learning and and yeah so it's uh and then i but then i watch interviews now and she was very mature to be 22 he listened to her speak i will say i i I mean if how about when (laughs) when we get famous exactly yes i am grateful for the years of my life that I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to be... Yes, I would have, of course, wanted to be famous in my 20s mm-hmm. and teens even. Yeah. Sure, why not? It would be great, I right? I wanted to but be no, the most brother It really Brown. wouldn't. It really wouldn't. Not for your psyche. Oh, yeah. Not for friendship building. Not for any of that. Like, it wouldn't have been good. I'm not, like, trying to cut down, you know, 
all these famous celebrities that are young and famous. I think some people um, just can do it. Like some some people are able to do it and they come out saying there's as many mm-hmm. bad uh ex, as many uh, I don't know if bad's the right adjective, but as many like horror stories uh, mm-hmm. that you hear, there are plenty of people who kept it together and are fine. Um, so I do mm-hmm. think, yeah, some people, would, it they're just okay. But I have had to come to terms with that realization with myself that like, as much as I wanted it, then I'm glad it didn't happen because I would have, I would have been a mess. You would have been a completely different person. That, yeah. Also not able to appreciate like right now if you got famous you appreciate the hell out of that shit every person comes up to you be like oh my god can i get your autograph is like Mm -hmm. a golden nugget yeah Yeah, you know it would be for all time Mm -hmm. like it would i would never like be able to live that down a person like wants my attention yeah or a picture with me or something yeah yeah right just a, a, a selfie or something i'll be like I, yeah. I, I words can't describe how much this is gonna be amazing mm-hmm. if and when this happens every time I'm, I'm gonna be that person be like yeah let's do it what what do you want what do you uh what are, you want me to fill in the blank uh-huh. or do you want the- <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, um okay yeah. Aaliyah by the way I, I think back on how we watched that movie Oh, Queen of the Dam. <laughs> like, it wasn't that good, it but it was like, it was such a special, like, New York moment. Uh, yeah. Like, and it's I a part of, it, of that. Yeah. It's a part of that. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Yep. 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 yep, yep. I, um, I agree. Good times. Good times. Shout out to Taiwan. Yes. Shout out to Taiwan. Thanks for listening to the Ants Human Stars podcast with Caleb and Digo. Stay connected and get updates about new episodes by visiting our website, antshumanstars.com, and by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review, and share about us with your community on social media. Thanks, y'all. We really appreciate it.